So I'm walking out of work, and we, you know, we have shared space with the Third Street Market Hall here downtown, and sitting at the bar, three guys, three Chiefs fans, in full regalia. <laughs> all cheaped up. <laughs> on a Thursday afternoon. Here we go. Hats, jerseys, all of it. Dude, coming up to see uh, Chiefs play Green Bay and Lambeau. Freaking historical place. Yeah, it is. But staying in Milwaukee because it's cheaper, and we've yeah. never been to Milwaukee, and we hear it's a pretty good city. So. Cheaper than what, though? I, don't, I, didn't, I didn't follow <laughs> up right. on that question. <laughs> Live from the Annex Wealth Management Studios at the Avenue in downtown Milwaukee, this is Wisconsin's Morning News. Here's your host, Vince Vetrano. Coming up on 712 here on this Friday morning. You ever heard someone, you ever been at the bar and someone's like, hey, final, final? Like, that's like one more and I got one more and then we're done. But done. then, like, done, you done. already had your one more. <laughs> okay, and now fine, one like, more. Okay, seriously, final, final. Is this a final final? I, it sounds like it. Legendary rock band Kiss is taking over New York City this weekend in celebration of their final end-of-the-road world tour shows. The last ones ever going to be played at Madison Square Garden. One, two, three. That's them lighting up the Empire State Building. Kiss images yesterday. Reuters had some of the uh, the video and the audio. Yeah, so this is it. They're finishing up. Gene Simmons started half a century ago, and we still look good. <laughs> Ten blocks from here, Tenney's 23rd Street. It is an astonishing journey, and only in New York City, only in New York City, can four guys off the streets of New York have a dream of putting together the band they always wanted to see on stage. That's what we wanted to so do. So the absolute final shows are tonight, tomorrow at MSG. I was looking up ticket prices, seeing some as low as about 200 bucks. That ain't bad. What did it cost to see them in Crandon when they were up there? <laughs> was it Crandon or Brandon? You're flying in Crandon, Wisconsin? Yeah, we're going to be in Brandon. <laughs> <laughs> we're going to be in the Northwoods somewhere. I don't know. <laughs> So anyway, yeah, Kiss wrapping it up. Final shows. And by the way, pay-per-view's uh, showing the one tomorrow night, too. So if you're really interested, you can catch them. Hey, and Google Kiss and Empire State Building. That video that you Isn't see that is cool? pretty cool, man. Like crazy images on the giant sides of the building, like just stories and stories tall. It's pretty cool how they Definitely do worth now. a look. Sports is coming up next. That's sponsored by Holiday Automotive at Highway 23 in Fond du Lac. Holiday Automotive. It's worth the trip. 7.15, Brandon's off today. Greg Pancake Hill will handle the, the sports. Let's sports it up then. The fourth quarter, 10 seconds left. The Chicago Bulls have the ball and... The Sumo around the Vucevic screen. Looking to pass it. Williams drives. He's rejected by Giannis at the rim. Milwaukee's got the basketball. And a one-point lead. Oh, Giannis. So, like, that's how it should have ended, right? Yeah, Patrick over, Williams right? driving at the rim. That was awesome. This, on the other hand. Inbound pass to Vucevic. He goes to work. Three seconds left. Caruso's got it. Fires up the three for the tie, and he hits it at the horn. And we will go to overtime tonight as United Center erupts. Yeah. Against the Bulls, too, who have a total of five wins on the season. That was until last night where they got their sixth win, 120 to 113. Fourth quarter, they're down by three. Why didn't they foul? What I told the team was if they catch it with their back toward the basket, uh, foul. Um, they caught it a little further off uh, out, and 
that's probably that's on me. So a little bit of miscommunication, miscommunication, not for nothing. Damian Lillard, one point in the second half. Second half. One point, Oof. no baskets. Next up for the Bucks, <laughs> they host the Atlanta Oof. Hawks tomorrow night. It's hard to hard to swallow there. Our Bucks Radio Network game day coverage starts at six thirty. Bucks talk with Justin Garcia immediately following the final whistle. We'll stay on the hardwood. An interstate matchup between the number three in the country ranked Marquette Golden Eagles. They head to Madison to take on the Badgers tomorrow in the Cole Center. Badgers lead Marquette seventy fifty nine all time in that series. Tip off scheduled for eleven thirty. You can catch that game on the home of the Marquette Golden. Eagles 94.5 ESPN Milwaukee. Meanwhile, uh, on the Packers injury report, the Taylor version. Yeah, if only it were that easy. 12 players not practicing or were limited in practice yesterday. Brightside down from 15 players on the injury front earlier this week. Jair Alexander was on that list. It's his job to command the secondary and be in charge of it, especially when you're going up a household name quarterback like uh, you may have heard of him Patrick Mahomes what's is Jair's availability on Sunday night yeah I think we'll have to wait and see okay oh, thanks oh, coach okay. <laughs> uh, yeah. right. oh, were you done coach uh, so <laughs> then we'll all just stick with questionable for Sunday night football I don't know what that means okay good well that makes all of us coach appreciate it Packers <laughs> thanks, Chiefs Sunday night football from Lambeau Field catch Green Bay game night post game show right here on WTMJ when the clock hits zero and we'll wrap up with some Brewers news MLB insider John Heyman is reporting nothing official yet that the Brewers are finalizing a deal with top prospect Jackson Churio to the tune of 82 million big ones Nothing official yet, like I said, but when it is finalized, this will be the biggest contract to a minor leaguer who has never seen time in the majors. Yeah, how many how many at bats does he have in the major leagues, Greg? Uh, that would be a clean zero. I, I, so you guys are bagging on this? No, I'm not bagging. I sounds just, like you're bagging. I'm on not it. bagging. I'm just reporting. I'm just the reporter. That's just the facts of the story. But okay. it's good for him. Like he's supposed to be the top prospect, right. highly scouted, highly talked about. And you have to be creative if you're the Brewers. Yes. You have to find ways and progressive ways to be creative to lock in some of the talent. So this is how you have to do. We it. don't have any other way. You're right. So I'm not I'm not bagging on it. I'm just concerned about. Sounds it. like you're bagging. I'm on concerned. It. It's okay to have a little bit of suspicion when you're giving some cat $82 million, but we're rooting for you, Jackson. By the way, this shatters the previous record of $50 million. That went to Luis Robert, who signed a $50 million deal before he ever stepped foot in the major. So, it is not unprecedented for a deal like that to happen. 719, Wisconsin's Morning News. Friday morning on Wisconsin's Morning News. Will it be the Taylor Swift game in Green Bay? Packers in primetime Sunday night against the Chiefs. Chiefs tight end Travis Kelsey is dating T-Swift. Everybody in Green Bay thinks she's going to be there. I think the likelihood is pretty good. Um, It'll be a good matchup. And just to see our city in the snow. So excited. I love Taylor Swift. And I think it would be cool to have her visit our city and see what it's all about. It's WFRV TV in Green Bay interviewing folks at the Pancake Place on Military Avenue. Justin Timberlake famously dined there once oh, okay. when he did a show Great. in Green Bay. So Probably they are, a noon game. They're ready if T-Swift shows for some Eggs Benedict or whatever, side of blueberry <laughs> cakes. <laughs> did reach out to the Packers to see if they could confirm whether she is coming, and if so, how they're preparing for that. They yeah. declined to discuss. As kind of expected, right? They're not Listen, they, they were friendly about it, but just said, we have high-profile people come in and out, but we don't really talk about it. Of course. So I wanted to tap friend of the program, John Greenberg. He is president of the Milwaukee Admirals. He's live with us on the Tri-County Contracting Hotline this morning. Hey, Greeny. Morning. How are we doing? Uh, doing well. Appreciate you giving us your perspective today. So you were on the communications team with the Milwaukee Brewers for so many years, and now you're president of a pro sports organization. So I know you've got experience 
and high-profile guests that category. First question, if indeed T-Swift is coming to Green Bay, they have to know up there, right? Does the team get like some kind of heads up? Oh, for sure. Yeah, the Chiefs and the Packers definitely are talking about that, and she's just not going to show up out of the blue. I I can't imagine that uh, um, she'll be sitting amongst the uh, uh, the populace in the stands. I would assume she'll be in a suite because there's more control there. Uh, she didn't just albeit. get ticks on StubHub. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I, it gives uh, you know the Packers uh, a chance to have more security around. Uh, her to protect you know that experience for her and um, you know back uh, in my days at the Brewers you know we, that was before cell phone uh, cameras you know where every single person who was there would have tried to you know impede her experience there where she wouldn't be able to enjoy the game and enjoy the Lambeau experience and you know I think uh, uh, the Packers are certainly well aware of that as they mentioned I'm sure they have celebrities that are there that people don't even know that they are there. And those celebrities appreciate the fact that uh, they can come and just be regular folks uh, enjoying, you know, what Lambeau Field is all about. Are suites that easy to come by, though? Like, does the team just say, okay, we'll, we'll, we'll pop them in here, we'll put them in this one? Uh, visiting team, uh, I think, has always got access to a suite. Um, a lot of times it's for ownership. Um, so if, you know, if Clark Hunt shows up, uh, I'll be curious to see whether he trumps uh, Taylor Swift, but uh, um, you know they they do hold for for extra uh, you know when they have special guests uh, or guests of the team uh, to be able to you know sit in those spaces. Would the network, John, probably coordinate with the Packers as well? Like, let would MB, does NBC know where she's going to be sitting so they can get the obligatory shot of her hugging on Mrs. Kelsey and all that? I'm sure that that will be the case. Yeah, NBC <laughs> will request. I'm sure they will request. Uh, you know, knowing where she is, I have noticed watching these games, nobody's in the suite. Media don't go in the suite. Right. They don't get a chance to talk to them. But they will get that shot uh, of her being there. And uh, um, you know, the question will be, how many times will they show it? Right. You know, so I think uh, you know the Packers uh, hopefully will win this game, and Taylor will leave uh, disappointed. But uh, <laughs> you know. <laughs> That'll certainly be the objective. So, John, if you were running optics for this, running communication strategies or whatever, would you want Simone Biles sitting next to her, or would you want them separated? Well, I think uh, it's, uh, Simone, uh, I think she's become kind of one of the people. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. absolutely. Like she, she sits with the fans. I think that's one of the things that people really like about her. Um, you know, I think getting the two of them together for a photo op at some point might not be the worst idea just for both of really frankly, for both of their careers. I mean, Simone Biles is, you know, she's pretty high up there on the celebrity list herself. So, um, you know, getting that, that shot, I think is certainly one that, uh, uh, you know, the Packers may want to have. And they, I think you also want to talk to Simone. I mean, really, what does she want to get out of this? You know, treat her respectfully through this too, because, you know, she's going to be there for the rest of the way. Um, so where Taylor is going to be in and out and police escorted in and out and everything else, you know, to the airport to get back on her plane, it's going to be uh, very different for Simone. President of Milwaukee Admirals John Greenberg with us this morning. What's going on with the ads, Greeny? I know you got a home-and-home home this weekend with Grand Rapids. So you're back home at the arena tomorrow night, and it's the Elf game. Yeah, it is. It is. And uh, 20 years of... Uh, the history of the movie Elf, and uh, you'll find on our social media, uh, Zach LaRue, uh, one of our rookie players, 
he was all in on being Buddy the Elf. So uh, there's a there's a skip <laughs> with some spaghetti and some other, uh, uh, you know, the breakfast of champions, uh, spaghetti with M&Ms and chocolate syrup and everything else going on there that he was trying to get his teammates to eat. So uh, we've had some fun with it. Santa's going to be there. And uh, we're also doing a, a uh, toy drive uh, to benefit you most. So please bring a, a new unwrapped toy on uh, Saturday night. And, oh, by the way, you have hockey for us. <laughs> yeah, we're also, yeah. also going to play a hockey game in there, too. Yes. We're uh, playing gr- Grand Rapids, 6 o'clock uh, at Panther Arena. Great to talk to awesome. you, Greeny. Appreciate it. Thanks, guys. President of the Milwaukee Admirals, John Greenberg, friend of the program with us this morning. And Packers injury list is daunting. And we got the Super Bowl champs coming to Lambeau yep. Field Sunday night. Greg Pancake Hill talks about that in sports coming up at 745. Actress Felicity Huffman speaking out. For the first time about her participation in the uh, college admissions scandal. Remember this? The Varsity Blues scandal. More than 30 wealthy parents, including actress Lori Loughlin and her husband, Felicity Huffman, and others. They faced federal charges in Operation Varsity Blues. All accused of conspiring to use bribery and fraud to get their kids into top colleges. She uh, cheated her daughter's SAT scores because she wanted to get her daughter into college. I think the people I owe a debt and an apology to is the academic community and to the students and the families that sacrifice and work really hard to get to where they're going legitimately. Huffman spent 11 days in prison. She did a court-ordered community service with an organization that she's now on the board of directors for. She's very proud of that group. It's called A New Way of Life. She spoke to KABC. I have to admit, I, I almost have a little bit of empathy for her. Because I really don't think she's all that different than other parents these days. I know hindsight is twenty twenty, but it felt like I would be a bad mother if I didn't do it. So, I did it. I think of parents these days all the time. I've seen it. Parents doing whatever they can to get their kid on the A select team for whatever sports. Parents doing whatever they can to get their kid into college or this college or that college, get better grades get them into this organization, get them on the National Honor Society. It's like parents will do whatever they can. Now, in this case, obviously, she broke the law. There's a legal line that you cross, which is where you don't have empathy for. But in terms of her motivation, you can understand, sure. Yeah, I feel like we all kind of fall under that guy sometimes. The the people who are more accountable to to me in this are the people who took the bribes. Right. right? Who (laughs) allowed them to gain the system. Like, where's your honor? Come on. 739, this news report brought to you by Steinhoffels. Visit them at steinhoffels.com. Just want to mention this couple years now removed from the tragedy. The Waukesha Christmas Parade is this weekend, the 60th annual. Some sounds from the 2022 triumphant return of that parade from TMJ4, who broadcast the parade live. Still time to get home. For the Packers game Sunday as well, because the parade steps off at 4 o'clock in downtown Waukesha. It starts at Barstow and St. Paul downtown, finds its way to Main Street. That's the longest leg, and then ends at Cutler Park on Maple. TMJ4 is going to do their thing again, but it won't be on TV, but it'll be live-streamed. You can catch it at TMJ4.com on the Facebook page or wherever you stream TMJ4 News. So they'll have that going for you. Waukesha Christmas Parade coming up on Sunday, 4 p.m. start. we got sports next on Wisconsin's Morning News. 
At 745, Brandon's off. we got Greg Pancake Hill on Sports Force today. Yeah, so picture this. Everyone loves it. They want the ball. Ten seconds left. Fourth quarter. In this case, the Bulls have the ball. The Sunu around the Vucevic screen. Looking to pass it. Williams drives. He's rejected by Giannis in the room. Milwaukee's got the basketball. And a one-point lead. Oh, Giannis. So ten seconds left in the fourth quarter, right? You would think that's how the game ends, unfortunately. Inbound pass to Vucevic. He goes to work. Three seconds left. Caruso's got it. Fires up the three for the tie, and he hits it at the horn. And we will go to overtime tonight as United Center erupts. So what did they do? Did they foul, and then we made both our throws? They did not foul. So we... So well, we here up three, though, at the very end. So we were up three, and they heading that. into that possession. Bye. They had the opportunity to foul. They decide, elected not to. There was five seconds left on the clock. Artificial intelligence coach says, give credit where credit's due. It was a hell of a shot. <laughs> hey, guys guys on both sides of the ball get paid. <laughs> Indeed. They they're they're set, professionals over there, too. Sent the game to overtime, wound up being a Bulls win, 120-113. to 113, As we got into the fouling discussion, Coach Adrian Griffin was asked about it during postgame. What I told the team was if they catch it with their back toward the basket, uh, foul. Um, they called it a little further off uh, out, and... That's probably, that's on me. So miscommunication, uh, kind of an awkward little middle part. Brooke Lopez took credit for it, too. But you got to think, Giannis had early foul trouble, had three fouls in the first quarter, so he couldn't get to it out to an early lead, which the Bucks are used to doing, especially against the lowly Bulls, and they suffer the loss. Good thing they have time to bounce back against the Hawks tomorrow night. They stay home at Pfizer Forum. Our Bucks Radio Network game day coverage starts right here at 6.30. Bucks talk with Justin Garcia immediately following the final Winning whistle. Winning isn't everything. It's... <laughs> It's the only thing, except for this time, when you don't foul. Staying on the hardwood, an interstate matchup between the number 3-ranked Marquette Golden Eagles heading to Madison to take on the Badgers tomorrow in the Cole Center. This will be the 130th meeting between the two teams. The Badgers lead Marquette 70-59 all-time. That includes a 40-18 to advantage over the Badger- Badgers over the Golden Eagles, I should say, when playing in Madison. Tip-off scheduled for 11.30. Tomorrow, you can catch that game on the home of the Golden Eagles, 94.5 ESPN Milwaukee. Meanwhile, uh, the latest on the Packers injury front, uh, the Taylor Swift version. Yeah, if only it were that easy. 12 players did not practice or were limited at practice yesterday. Bright side, that's down from 15 earlier in the week. Now, one of those players, Dyer Alexander, who has not played for a few weeks due to injury, he is tasked with commanding that secondary, which will be going up against a quarterback with the name of Patrick Mahomes. You may be familiar. Dyer currently listed as questionable, so the affable, the detail-oriented, the very wide-open and transparent Matt LaFleur when asked about Jair's availability. Yeah, I think we'll have to wait and see. Oh, all right. Well, I guess uh, we're all in the same boat there. That's fine. So, Thanks, Coach. So, Coach, any other questions? So, we'll just stick with questionable then, Coach? I don't know what that means. Yeah, okay, great. Neither do we. So, again, keep your eye on the injury report. We will know if Jair is a game-time decision. Either way, Sunday night football, Packers-Chiefs, Lambeau Field. Catch Green Bay game night, game night post-game right here on WTMJ when the clock hits Zero, But who isn't questionable to show up to Sunday night football are Chiefs fans at Lambeau Field. And from my understanding, Vince Vetrano had a nice little encounter with a few Chiefs how fans. Many, how many Chiefs fans do you think are going to be there? Oh, a ton. Right? Tons. A lot of red. So I, I'm walking out of work, and we, you know, we have shared space with the Third Street Market Hall here downtown. And sitting at the bar, three guys, three Chiefs fans in full regalia. <laughs> <laughs> all cheaped up. <laughs> on a Thursday afternoon. Here we go. Hats, jerseys, all of it. Dude, coming up to see uh, Chiefs play Green Bay and Lambeau. 
freaking historical place. Yeah, it but is. staying in Milwaukee because it's cheaper, and we've never yeah. been to Milwaukee, and we hear it's a pretty good city. So. Cheaper than what, though? I don't. I didn't. I didn't follow <laughs> right. up on that question. I did ask him about T Swift. You get the sense that they're a little bit wore out on her. I think people make too big of a deal about it, really. Like, it's, focus comes on her, takes it well, off Well, the you guys got her at your place, like, two, three times already. Like, yeah. give us one. Yeah, well, hey, absolutely. <laughs> if she wants to show up, let Travis Kelsey cook for about 130 yards and two toes, I'm with that. <laughs> <laughs> cook for 130 yards and two toes? Two toes. Get a couple of toes. <laughs> <laughs> cook. These guys cook. were football fans. Yeah, like, apparently. when I walked by them, at first I just saw them, so I looked. I'm like, yeah, awesome, Chiefs fans. They were like talking hardcore stats, and fo- they're just in full out dudes talking about football. Yeah, throw mode out that cover too, and let him cook a little bit there. Yeah, got to get him a little cook. He wants one thirty. The point he was making is, I don't know if we've studied the stats, but I guess they said Kelsey has a better game when T Swift is in the no, house. They've so. studied the stats. They probably like. have. Right? <laughs> Still don't know if she's going to be there. Mark Tauscher joins us next on Wisconsin's Morning News. Football guy. Idea man. It was always fun because you would you would kind of see who enjoyed you know the different foods and the drinks a little bit more than the others. Uh, it was it was always. Uh, <laughs> what does that mean? Innovative. Well, what it means is the old line loved to drink Jaeger bombs. And Packers Hall of Famer. At Marco's house, we we pounded a lot of Jaeger bombs. It's time for it. Tausch on Wisconsin's Morning News, presented by your Wisconsin Chevy dealers. Mark Tausch from Wisconsin's Morning News, sponsored by your southeastern Wisconsin Chevy dealers. Tausch, where I am as a fan coming into this Sunday nighter is not where I typically am. Because usually, you know, when our teams have been super good, I'm worried about home field advantage. I'm worried about prime time. We need to have a good showing. I can give up this game in terms of a win or a loss because the math that you laid out for us for the playoffs still works out if the Packers don't win this game. But I would like them to look like they belong in the game. Yeah, I. so I think obviously we're all, uh, as Packer fans, hoping that we, we can beat the defending world champs at Lambeau and it would be a huge springboard for it. And then I think the idea of being a playoff team that some people think is ridiculous would be, what were you guys thinking? But I'm at kind of the same boat, uh, you know, kind of thinking about what we're going to talk about today on the show. I, I was really looking at this and saying almost every game – that you watch the Green Bay Packers, you expect, you know, in the past with Aaron Rodgers and Favre, you expected kind of what you said. Well, let's get position, try to get number one seed. This is one of the first times that I don't think whatever this, if this result is not good, nothing in my mind is going to change. I would love for them to play well and to slow down Patrick Mahomes and for the offense to be able to protect and go score. But if they lose this game, even if Kansas City comes in and kind of has their way with us, I'm not going to change my tune as far as where this team is because you look at it big picture. Kansas City is the cream of the crop. I don't think any of us are looking at Green Bay as being that this year. But what we're seeing is that good progression and even a setback or two when it's against good football teams, I don't mind that. But – if you can find a way to win, oh, baby, all of a sudden right? then everything changes, confidence in all of the things. So, yeah, it's a weird feeling because we don't like, you know, you don't want to ever lose home games. But I think this is one of those games where if we get to we get together on Monday and it's a 26 to 21 loss and Mahomes goes down late, but the Packers are competitive. It's a you know back and forth football game and it's fun. 
none of us are going to be all that disappointed because I think the expectations, we're finally starting to get a foothold of what to expect from this football team. And we all expect that Kansas City should win, but we're kind of hoping, just like we did on Thanksgiving, maybe we can be surprised in a good way. Well, yeah, so for the greedy fan who doesn't want the moral victory, wants the, <laughs> wants the dub, what do the Packers need to do? What would they have to do, Tausch, in your mind, to win on Sunday night? Well, the first thing is, and what Kansas City has been really good at, everybody thinks Patrick Mahomes and Kelsey and Swift, and that's the that's the that's kind of the big picture of the Kansas City Chiefs. Their defense is the reason that they're having a good year. Uh, Jones and their pass rush, if you look at their pressure rate, and I don't want to get all football nerdy on you, but that's what's been the difference for that team. They're creating turnovers, and they're doing a lot of good things on that side of the ball. So it could be a heck of a test for Jordan and for Matt LaFleur to try to figure out how to combat that. And if you see some really good signs offensively, I don't think – I don't see Kansas City, and I'm sure this will get played back next week. I don't see <laughs> Kansas City lighten up this defense. I think you're going to see this game be in the mid-20s. And if Jordan Love and this offense can do enough, and if Aaron Jones can play all of the things that we always talk about – if Green Bay can get to 20, they might have to get a little bit more than 24. If it's in that 28 range, I think they have a, a really good chance to win the game. It's all going to come down to how effective can Jordan and the offense be against a really good defense, and that's not going to be the storyline I think most people are talking about. Chiefs head coach Andy Reid was with the Packers for many years. You missed him, right, Tausch? He was gone. Uh, I did by a year, yep. Do you know him at all? Yep. Uh, yeah, I've met. He, so everybody has nothing but great things to say about Andy Reid. Cool. Uh, the guys that I pl- that I played with that played with him, and then you just talk around the league with the guys from the Philadelphia Eagles that played for him. And can- I think he just is a football coaching. It's what he loves doing, and I think he has a great way to relate with the players. And obviously, you know, if he can find a way to win another one, I don't know if anybody's ever going to pass Belichick. But he went from, oh, this guy can't win the big game to now being in that uh, rarefied air of being one of the all-time great coaches in the history of this league. I just hope he's as funny as the State Farm ads make him look. (laughs) Explain it again with some of those nuggies. (laughs) Yeah, you know what? He's really smart about leaning into the fact he's a heavier set fella. He (laughs) leans into it, and that makes him a little more lovable than... uh, Maybe some other heavy sets. Explain it to me again with some of those nuggies. (laughs) Thanks, Tausch. Hope you're right. We'll talk again on Monday.